What's up, listeners? It's your girl, Kiba Williams, here to encourage you to get started with your podcast through Anchor. I use Anchor and it's easy and free. Anchor has multiple creative tools that allows you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will spread your podcast to other apps such as Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. That is everything you need in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. What's up, everybody? It's your girl, Kiva Williams, your host for Gen Z, and I'm here with another episode. Okay, right now, I think it's going to be like your favorite episode so far. This is a discussion on love and how our generation defines it. So I actually got a group of my friends here on FaceTime with me since we're still in quarantine. And, you know, the age range goes to, like, I guess, 17, 18 to, like, 21. So, we just will talk about how we define love, how we like to receive it, and give it. All right, let's go. Okay. So, we can just, we just go around and talk about how we define or what we think love is. Anybody want to start? Y'all want me to start? All you Okay, so how I define love is, whew, dang, this is kind of hard. Okay, so I think love, L-O-V-E, is I heard somewhere is uh, living on value time, living on value energy, L-O-V-E. And then L-U-V is listening, understanding, and validate your partner. So that's how pretty much being received and giving, you know, how love is pretty much being reciprocated all the way around. It's you give 100% and I get 100%, you know? You give and I get, and it's going around that circle. Love is like a cycle, you know? You let me know? Yeah. yeah. Alright, so like, you did that basically for like, why can't you like, relationship or like, did you like, read that up or something? Um, I think, like, one, one is definitely my experience, and yeah, I did real, read, When you're with somebody, I don't think there's 
time that you can mm-hmm. like actually fall in love with somebody. I think falling in love with somebody is being able to be um a, a version of yourself that you don't present to everybody else. Yeah. That's love. Yeah, I, I definitely feel that. All right, can I add something though? Because what I noticed is like a lot of people have said that love has to be reciprocated. Mm-hmm. Well, like not necessarily because. I got a question for you. Yeah. You said you said a lot of people on podcasts so were like, "Well, you dating that also." I saw people. Yeah, like in the chat so far, that's a point. Yeah, yeah we yeah we said that. So, so the way I look at it is like people love differently. So with that being said, when you feel like you really love somebody, you can tell yourself that the way that this person, although it might not be the same type of love that you're reciprocating, although you're getting less, you'll trick yourself into making yourself think that this is just the way that they love. So really... You're in love with somebody who doesn't love you back. So, question: Are we talking about okay? So, wait. This is, this is, okay. So, are we talking about intimate love? Or are we talking about like love in general? So, like, intimate. yeah, we yeah. can say yeah, we can say intimate. Yeah, relationship wise, like yeah, yeah relationship wise, you gotta be both ways for intimate love. If it's like mm-hmm. if it's like love, say for example, like your kid, mm-hmm. like of course you gonna love your child unconditionally, even if they don't love you back, you gonna love them. Mm-hmm. And that's your blood. That's your connection. yeah, yeah. But, for me, I feel like if it's like intimate love, like for somebody else that's not a, like from your flesh and blood, it's got to be both ways. Mm-hmm. That's just to me. But off what you said, Irene, about like loving somebody and them um, not really loving you in the same way or you having to understand that like that's just how they love, I don't necessarily feel like that's a, a negative thing because everybody grows up with different backgrounds everybody grows up with different mm-hmm. examples of love mm-hmm. not everybody yeah, but, not everybody but, needs a healthy relationship so that person has probably like you know like grown into well this is not what i'm used to then it relies on you having to show that person like this is how i need you to love me see like it becomes it becomes someone's like way of love when that's genuinely have been like their experiences but once they start using their experiences as excuses that's when it becomes them just lying because or them just really not only like how much they care about you because they're used to basically people thinking they only know so much does that make sense i don't know if that makes sense y'all i really i see i see yeah yeah i see what you're saying I feel like then there's a standing point of that person just not opening themselves up to another person because they're right. yeah. So I see, I see like y'all saying now is like how someone loves. Okay, I'm gonna use an, I'm gonna use my parents' example because how, it's like how you show love to someone else. Like my mom and different, they show love and they want to be uh, you know receive love in different types of ways. So my mom, my dad likes gifts and stuff. So he like shout out my mom's and gifts like show love and affection pretty much. But you know later on you have to learn like that's not how she wants to receive her love. It's not all gifts. My dad's like that. He likes gifts and everything. But my mom likes to be you know taking out on dates. She's on you know, like you know uh, yeah nothing like. Stuff that actually comes from the heart. Like money can't buy you with you know how you see it. Yeah, yeah, you know, materials and stuff. So not everybody's like that. So like how do y'all so with 
but showing how do you want to be loved comes in different ways, you know? Right, yeah. So for me, when I break it down from like what everyone's saying and from my opinion, I think that love in the beginning, it has to be neutral. It's going to be neutral in the beginning. That's the only way to tell you that. But once you get to it and you start going through it with one another, that's when the love changes. And sometimes you will still love somebody and they'll start to fade away. <laughs> you do like a girl, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I feel that though. I feel that though. Have y'all ever heard of the uh, 80 20 statistics when it comes to love? Y'all ever heard of that? The 80 20? Wait, no. said, y'all say no? Okay, so the 80 20 statistic. My mom told me about this. So let's say 80% is like, I'm going to say like your love partner, you know, how uh, they showing, they giving, you know, you the best 80% that they can. Cause and I asked her, I asked her, can someone be like 90%? She said no, because no one's that perfect, you know? So that 80% is them giving them their best to you. That 20% is what's getting left out. That's that 20% is might what might have someone go on and like, look for it somewhere else. People usually go and look for that 20% in someone else while they have this whole 80% over here. Somebody's trying to give their best to them, you know? Yeah. Yeah, so... I, I think that would be a problem within today's society because if you look on, like, what is, where people are, so, like, where the masses are, would be, like, social media, and you see posts of basically everybody normalizing Cheating. Being obsessed with mm -hmm. your partner. Oh, yeah, that too. That too. Normalizing being obsessed, being, you know, just like totally consumed by your person, which to an extent is okay. But you should be like where that 80 20 thing is, I feel. Mm -hmm. Necessarily. Me and him are right here. You feel me? Yeah. Like, we know where we are, but we can be okay with each other and still be, still be right here. And have our own lives. And I feel like that's important within actual relationships where people are loving each other, understanding that you're, you can't just totally be consumed with one another all the time. Yeah, that's yeah. a healthy relationship. That's like, healthy. that's what comes with a healthy relationship. Yeah, and also when, when it comes, like, so do y'all agree with the 80-20% the 80-20 statistic? Because I feel like, I think it's right. I think it's pretty accurate. Because no one's ever, you know, perfect. Like, no one's ever that 100%. No one's ever that 99.9% right for you, you know? So that 80% of just someone giving them their best to you and you giving it back to them, you know, is actually perfect. You gotta learn how to love that person. You gotta, like, learn when to give each other space. When, you know, like, th those boundaries that come, you know, with being with someone, you know? Yeah. yeah. Another thing is, what do you guys think? Um, do you think, so for example, I believe the only way you can really love somebody is you gotta love yourself first. So if you think self-love yeah. is important in order to love somebody else. 100%. No, like, I definitely believe, like, 100%, if you cannot love yourself, you should not be in a relationship with somebody. Yeah. Because cause my thing is, you're gonna be looking for that love from somebody else. And you you know, you know, like, if you can't love yourself, you're gonna be looking for it for somebody else. You're gonna be looking for someone to fill in these holes. And it might not be right. It might not be right because 
Because some people go through experience talking about, oh, I never know. I don't know what love is exactly. But this 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 person showed me, so this must be what it is. So I'm going to settle right here, you know? Yeah. And I feel like and I feel like that's dangerous, bro. It's just because you don't know love, you go settle for a toxic relationship. And I feel like you can't keep doing that. like that too because I was going in a relationship with a, like you know a broken person you know and you yeah. and everyone all magic things that oh you can fix I, you can fix them or I can fix them they can fix me or whatever too too broken too negatives or too broken like can those pieces don't necessarily fit you know just because someone else is broken you're broken you know those pieces it's yeah. like a broken mirror you know it's like dang yeah. where do you exactly fit my fault I didn't mean to cut you no you good no, I was saying, who was saying uh, that they believe that they don't need, like, so they said that uh, in order to love somebody, they don't, like, have to, like, the other person doesn't have to love them. Who said that? All right, I wasn't saying all that. I was just saying that, like, you don't, you don't require somebody to love you first in order for you to love them. Like, you it's take someone to love them, and they love at a different time, but, like, you might imagine it earlier because... I don't know, bro. I don't even... I'm okay, I'm going to say it like this. I'm going to say it like this, because... Love has no time frame. There's no... Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I got a question. But, like, it's, it's kind of like a relation to that. Do you think it's possible to love somebody that doesn't love themselves? So not, not, not you not loving yourself in order to love somebody, but loving somebody that don't love themselves. I, I definitely think that's possible. Yeah. It, it is possible. I find it to where... I find it to where it needs to be... Like, you have to understand that they don't love
How is that? Present, the male species, this is like real. This is actually like within their hearts. Like, they don't really, a male doesn't actually like fall in love. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. You, you have to. A commitment to something. You have to understand what they're saying from, from like. Uh, a world organization standpoint that we gotta understand everything. For men? For men, it's like they have to be committed to something mm-hmm. to fully to fully indulge themselves into that thing to, yeah, to realize that they're in love with it. If you look at a man, he's a, he's a hunter. That's his dream. Mm-hmm. He seeks out the wife and stuff, yeah. He's supposed to hunt and procreate. Mm-hmm. Um, when a man gets with a woman, he, he seeks her out, and then he is with her. When he is with her and remains with her, he's made that commitment to her. That's why it's easy for men to have sex with girls or run through. Yeah, run, yeah, run around, yeah. Because we're not people That's true. Born out hard. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but it's like, at the same time, that's why it's easier for them to go through that. Mm-hmm. Because the only time that they really commit to something is when they're in love with it. So when they're in love with the women, it's when they're committed to it. For women, it's more of like, it's way more emotional and complex than just, like, making a commitment to something. Because taking a woman's job is the rest of our family. It's the protection. Yeah, see, because for for women, I feel like when they when they're in something, they want to commit something. It's mentally, it's emotionally, they're they're in it, you know. So women are naturally like spiritual beings. Women are naturally spiritual beings. Mm-hmm. Like they're they're Thank you. 
Yeah, so mm-hmm. that, that's where his love then becomes <laughs> If I were to break up with him, I would not, and we were to like separate or whatever, I would not be in love. I would have love and respect for him, but mm-hmm. therefore my love's conditional. I don't really believe in unconditionally loving. Unless it's in the present tense. Oh, yeah, the present tense of in that relationship. Yeah, I, I feel that. I feel that. I feel like I feel like love has to have like some type of mutual. There has to be like something you want to gain out of it because you're not going to love somebody unless you know you can gain something out of it. If you can't get, think about it. You're not going to love somebody. You cannot gain something out of them. You're not going to love them. I think that's false though. That's the truth. It's not harsh, but it's the truth. I think that's false. I, oh no. Why do you think that's false? See, Kiva, Kiva, wait, wait, before you say anything, think about it this way. It's like, if you've ever asked somebody why they've been with you, you've asked a question. If there ever is a because, whatever comes after that because is for them. So regardless mm. of what you think, it's like how do you know that, though? How do you know that, though? Is that based on the scientific fact or is that based off the That's based off the, just the fact that you guys said that um, if somebody is going to like be in love with you in the first place, they want to feel like they're getting something out of it. Okay, so that's opinionated. Is yeah. it? Is no, it I was... it's what you guys say about it as facts? Yes, but I did. I did. It doesn't have it to still be do. an actual uh, tangible thing. That that's what I'm saying. Do. It could be an emotion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm trying to say. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm trying to say. What if love be a chemical reaction? I mean, when you put it into scientifical terms, that's what it is. But we're talking about what that does for us emotionally, not scientifically. I mean, a chemical is released to increase love, which also makes your feelings happy. It's not that's the, like, that's oh, the love is That's the science behind it. But what that, what we feel when that happens, is what we're talking about. But yeah, look at it too. Science, the science of it is important. That's how we understand what love is. Okay, if science. Okay, let's say this: if science wasn't in this factor, let's do it based off of feeling. Let's do it based off the present time in front of this person, how they make you feel, and everything. If science wasn't a part of this. I know, but you're not understanding that your feelings can be a typical reaction. So I'm saying that feelings can be a typical reaction. We get, we get what you're what saying. It's yeah, yeah. I'm saying that they could be entwined. I'm saying feelings can be chemicals literally released in your body. Is what I'm saying. Yeah. It's just like adrenaline. Like it's still- yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel you. I feel you. So, Lisa, you know how we were talking about how guys are like, you know, less. We can say less attached to. Uh, you know, they can always change. You know, they can always go around for women to women, woman to woman. How a woman necessarily doesn't do that. Do y'all think? Do y'all think if boys were still raised to, like, you know, save yourself till marriage, just like how girls are? No. Men are not raised that way. Yeah, I know they aren't. But do, y'all, but do you think if they were, things would be, like, a lot different? Because now we teach our boys, oh, yeah, it's okay to, you know, have sex, do this and that. But we, te- we teach our girls to stay at home and, you know, be in your books, don't leave boys' faces and stuff like that. If you taught your son that, then your son wouldn't be a man. Not necessarily. I think most... Your son would be sensitive. That part. What's the, what's the argument? If you're in a situation... Hold on, hold on. Yeah, what's the question at a time? Yes. Because men are supposed to be raised like men. It sounds like 
low key like sexist, but it's the truth. Mm-hmm. That's why men have masculine energy, and men like all men are gonna naturally have more masculine energy. Some men do have more feminine energy than other men, but it's 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 natural to have more masculine energy. So raising a man like a woman, it don't make no sense. You can't do that. Okay, if you raise a woman like a like a man, what happened then? You can't do that either. Women have to I mean, energy. I mean, if, if you raise a woman like a man, then you gonna you gonna get somebody like a. Like Young Ma, young Ma. Bro, you raise, you raise a woman like a man. Walking out here. Okay, you try to be funny. You try to be funny. Okay, no, no, no. Okay. Men cannot, men cannot be raised like women. You cannot. Okay, so if we raise our daughters, hold up. If we raise our girls, she'd be like men. What happened? naturally balanced when it comes to love or men versus women? No. Naturally balanced? Naturally balanced? Oh, no. Naturally balanced. Okay, so naturally balanced like a woman knows her role and a man knows her, his role in the relationship. What? No. <laughs> no. no. Somebody explain. Who want to go first? Angel, go first. Well, I mean, it depends because like it's oh, definitely not balanced because I mean, I'm not even trying to bring up like all the extra nonsense. I have nothing to say about gay people, but in a gay relationship, for example, a guy and a guy in a relationship. That's it. It's it. What one is going to be a female? Yeah. One is going to portray as a more feminine. Yeah. The mm-hmm. And then in a girl and girl relationship, one is going to mimic a male. And in the end, some don't. But okay. No, most most, most do. do, yeah, most so, do. Some they, they do, they do take off, take after masculine Yeah, that's true. That's that's what you know. Ain't supposed to be gay people. They do. Let me just throw that out. That's why we see a lot of a lot of that's that's gay people pick up a lot of mannerisms too. Like you know, there's a lot of gay people that tend to act like black women. And I hate that so much. <laughs> like, bro, why do you want to beat me so bad? Like beat me alone, leave us alone. That shit's so weird to me. I don't know why. It does. They like. And like neck rolling like, like, you got me fucked up. Uh, yes, it is. Wait, but, wait, wait, but they're not black. No, they're white yeah. male, white gay males be doing this. Yes. I mean, get back over here. Oh, you see the way she disagreed. I want to hear she Yeah, I want to see. <laughs> I need a full explanation. What a conclusion. You can't tell me the white male, the white gay males don't be doing this. You can't tell me they be, and they, it be like ghetto black girl, loud mouth black girl. The majority definitely do. We like let so much shit fly because they're gay. Mm-hmm. So we're like, we can't say shit. Exactly. Mm-hmm. That's who they are. Hey, hey, that wasn't like trained actually. 
We've seen that we've come to consensus that it's not okay to make fun of the gay kids. Okay, I, I, I have... Because the gay kids are outcasts. Yeah. We, we, so, like, they make us feel guilty about that shit. That's like, why no I know. Like, you can't act like you're black. We're all of a sudden the bad guy. Yeah. When it comes to me, I feel like... I know y'all grew up in the same time as me. So, like, when we were growing up in elementary school and whatnot, bullying wasn't a There was way less gay people. There was way less sensitive men. Yeah, right. Back then, I feel like it was an even, like, like you said, relationship between males and females. But society was doing and, like, people were sensitive about it. Then you started to see gay this, gay that. We can't say this, we can't say that. Mm-hmm. And it just got worse and worse. It's because, like, like, it's like a toxic relationship. You let something go, it's just going to keep getting worse and worse. And yeah. Worse. Like, I remember in my last podcast, we were talking about that, how my parents actually told us bullying actually built character back in that day. And, like, where I'm from, where I'm from, like, someone, Jonah, you know, call you a name, you say something back, you don't go tell a teacher. Right. Yeah, so I thought... It does build character. Mm-hmm. Right. Does build character. I feel like everybody deserves <clears throat> at least one time in their life to get their ass beat at least once. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they they, they right. just need to be humble, bro. If you don't have any type of, like, humbleness, uh-huh. like, that's real, though. When I was younger, I got, like, I got beat the fuck up. I did. I Tough love comes from. I always right. felt, yeah, I always felt that that was needed in the house, you know, like all yeah. that, yeah, all that. They call it bullying, but it's that shit is just building character to me. Mm-hmm. Definitely. I mean, there's two in the like bullying so far to make a nigga want to kill himself. Okay. Oh yeah, that's hazing. Yeah, that's hazing. That's on a different level. That's, 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 but that's only white people, honestly. I'm only going to two reasons. Most, most niggas to get bullied, 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 Harm 
was teasing or when I walk around school and see kids making fun of the kids who have special like disabilities, mm-hmm. like that there's there's certain types of bullying that are Well it's like that but, but honestly who who are you mostly doing that though? White kids. White black kids. I don't see white people doing that. I don't see black people doing that. You see black people doing that? You see black people doing that? What? I'm not going to that. 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 I'm not going to
I'm gonna talk to my mom. I see how she. Wait. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
But, <laughs> but so my last that was my last relationship. And so like in high school I treated treated it as because I knew my mom wanted it a certain way, I treated it like that. And I was a little I'm I wasn't a little bit, I was a lot of an overboard. Like I was all about them twenty four seven, like don't didn't matter. So but, you now, came but now I understand that like they give them their space, you do you, and then when y'all talk, y'all talk, connect, it doesn't matter. Like, so, if I, my next relationship, it doesn't matter, like, she can be hanging with niggas, I ain't gonna, like, I trust, I have faith, I always go with you for a reason, so, like, it has to be a, it's that 80-20 coming all back full circle, it's 80-20, you have to understand that that's 20%, it's gonna be there, but you gotta know that that 80% is important enough, like, they show me and try to give it to you. Yeah, I'm glad I told you something. Alright, but yeah, my, my same way is actually that what y'all said, like, like affectionate, like of course I make that reinsurance. I'm giving it to somebody else, you know. Yeah. Like, mm, let's see, um, making sure like making sure I'm good, making sure you good on a whole other level too, you know. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I feel like that's definitely that's. So I grew up with like I guess I got three different types of love because broken family got stepped up. Like my mom is very like the hands on with the things. My stepdad, quiet. He don't, he don't say anything. I was once told by him that I have to earn his love as a father. And my dad is very, he, he's the one who will promise you something and then, like, will never give it to you, but makes himself a victim. And I guess that's how he shows love. By the, he thinks that's, like, his own, like, caring in a sense. He makes himself a victim even when it's his. His fault. Just making that promise is his love, even if that, he doesn't call you. And it never, ever, ever comes true. See? But I don't think I've ever loved like any of that. I've all I learned from myself. And you nitpick at it and choose what you want. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. I mean, I've I've gone through possibly. I've been told I didn't love like they didn't love me, and like I still stayed with them. So I guess back to the comment like you can't love someone and not get anything out of it. I don't of it. Uh, this person told me they didn't love me twice, and I still stayed with them even when they didn't love me. Like, I wasn't getting any But I stayed with that person. And that's when you get, okay, see, I'm going to say this too. See, like, when I do make promises, I make sure, like, it's committed. I make sure, like, you know, yeah. it, it gets done. And also, yeah. like, I don't, I don't say anything that I don't mean. Like, love definitely has to be, like, one, it has to be affectionate. Two, if you say something, it has to be true, you know? You got to get that, that eight, like, what we were talking about was that 80-20. That 80% has to be your best. If it's not your best, then it's just... I mean, it's, it's, it's to me, like, when you break it down, like, using that 80-20, it's literally, that 80 isn't really 80. It's 100%. Mm-hmm. That 20% is where you mess up, because you're going to mess up. You're not... Perfect, like it's like giving you the room to mess up. Yeah, yeah. Can be hundred percent perfect or anything. So it gives you that room, that option. That room to breathe necessarily. That somebody, that that person still loves you one hundred percent, and you have right. to give them that twenty. What do you think, babe? He's focused. You have to take it serious. What do you What do you think between like people and how people show like love, like? Because people are showing love differently. Mm-hmm. Ask him how he, no shows love. How do you show love? Like, how, how do you show love? How's your way of showing love versus my way of showing love versus what you've known? How do I show? 
I show love through like like me just like spending time with you. And for example, like Shalise don't like when I play the game. Like I gain her attention. But like to me, that's like I'm with her. I'm chilling with her. I'm not playing the game, but I'm like her presence is like that's me. Like mm-hmm. that's, that's my love. It sounds weird, but that's how it is. And yeah. I'm like. Yeah, Cause when you be like, she likes, she likes things like being taken on dates and stuff. And that's not, that's not like the type of person I am. Yeah, I like, I like, like I said, I like being hands on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's okay because I understand him. But it took me a, a while to get to that point. But what does that sound like? That sounds like she said it better. To me, that sounds like sentiment. But females don't see it like that. Most females yeah. don't. Like, no, like, like your presence, your energy, okay, that's enough, okay? Like, what we doing with using this time and energy, you know? Like, I can't just be, like, touchy-feely, like, no, I hate being touched, to be honest with you. But, like, but like you know, like, someone's presence can be enough. Like, someone's presence is, could be enough for somebody, you That's know? how I feel. Yeah. For me, it's like, for me, it's like, Cam, like I said, like, I can be cool. You over here, we can cuddle for a little while. Mm-hmm. We can after a while. I don't want you to leave, but I don't want to be all up on you. Yeah, I'm see? Gonna, I'm going to play the game while you lay down right behind me. You lay right next to me. You can be there. I know you're there. Every now and then I come And that's what I see as like, oh, we vibing. That's what I'm vibing. And if we vibing, we, I got love for you. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Because someone, you. yeah, exactly. Someone I don't have love for, I don't want you here. I'm playing the game. I'm my time. I'm going to be by myself. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Right. Period. But some some but females have down, a hard time seeing that. The downfall between mine and Cam's relationship and us being polar opposites is that we don't really meet each other in the middle sometimes. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Yeah. He doesn't, he doesn't make the effort sometimes to be like, okay, since you want to go do this, let's go do this. He oh, doesn't yeah. make that a priority or an effort all the time. And I don't make it a priority or an effort all the time to understand that just because we're here, that it's okay. Like, I don't make that a priority or an effort to understand him like that all the time because 
I get stuck in my way where I'm like, we're not doing this, or like, you haven't done this with me, like, ever. And then I start, I'm a crybaby about it. I am a crybaby, and that's right. my flaw. But well, I mean, it's not really a flaw because he's still with you regardless because that's part of that 20% that he's, he's cool with. Like, it's, he's, he's going to be valid with the 20% or not. He's going to be valid with the flaw, with the so-called flaws. He's not flaws. They're part of you. I know I have anger. It's, it, it can be a flaw to somebody else, but the person I'm with, like, if they look at it as a flaw, then do they really care for me? Well, I'm going to say this. I'm going to say this because... um. Thing. What the freak was I about to say? Y'all just used to me off. Okay, but it's that people be going to relationships looking at other people's flaws thinking, oh, I'm supposed to fix your flaws. No, you're supposed to fall in love with that person's flaws. You feel me? Like, you're not supposed to necessarily fix. You're not in a relationship to fix. You're in a relationship to build and grow. You feel me? Like, my anger, when I was in my last relationship, she didn't come in trying to fix it. She made it to where I was able to, instead of being mad, I can be cool and calm down talking to her. She would talk to with me. her and only with her. Right. And so it break it down instead of me, I'd be getting mad. I'd be cool. I I still be frustrated, but it's not the same level of yeah. Yeah. It has to be the person that knows how to deal with your flaws. Like not yeah. to try to okay, you can't do this, you can't do that, fix it. No, the one who can, if you can't do that, that'll sit there with you. And help you with it. Even since I get stuck at communicating, which was a problem in my last relationship, that I'm still on the phone. Willing to wait for you, take time, slow down, listen to you. Like when you want to talk, be ready for you to talk. Like you have to be able to deal with their flaws, not yeah i feel what you're saying like that's where uh l-u-v comes in listen understand and validate you know yeah like and i feel like i feel like that's that love is definitely important because people just going like just talk 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 like you're talking at someone you're not necessarily understanding like you're right. hearing them but you're not listening you know right and i feel like that's a huge to me, problem to me i didn't say it earlier but l-u-v-e to me is what what you should say before you actually like when you love somebody L L O V E that means like that's your rock that's you yeah that's you yeah you can say it to people you're close to that's what you say to your friends what you what you should say to the person who you love prior to you loving them you need to be able to to have that type of love before you have real love so okay do you guys okay for me I have different necessarily levels of love and I guess that goes with the L-U-V but I don't think I've ever really used L-U-V I always the L-O-V-E like just to okay like my friends my best friends like I love my best friends but it's not as like if I were in a relationship with my best friend and it's not intimate yeah right? it's not an intimate type of love but I have different love for different people but I don't think I've ever used the L-U-V to anybody because I don't feel like for me I feel like that means nothing like that doesn't mean anything and regardless if I'm intimate with you or not I want my love to mean something to you if it's not like on a friendship level like if I love you I want like that to mean something like Stefan you're like my brother I love you like a brother but I don't want LUV I, that, for me that means nothing like it doesn't I feel like it's not important in a sense yeah. you're thinking of this you're saying as the significance of the of the I and I love you or the in a sense yes because I love you is supposed to be Intimate. on a deeper level than yeah. 
See, and I always hated when my mom said "love you." And I said "what?" And she like understand it. I was just said, and she be like, "Oh, I love you." You know, because it's like I love you. It's like that, that I mean something. Yeah, that I is stronger I than just that. love you. It's like what? It's like a brush off. It's like a brush off love. You know, it's like love yeah. you. It's like what? You know, but, like, but I you love you. I love you. It means like, like you really giving, like I love you. Yes. Right. And you're emphasizing it. Like, like have, I mean, Cam, I'll say love you, bro. But you won't catch me saying, "Hey, Cam." Oh, I love I you. love you, bro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's on a different level. Like, that's my nigga. Like, I'll, I'll go to war for that nigga, but he ain't gonna touch me. Yeah, like, bro, I love you. Like, like has someone ever said, I love you? Like, I'm saying the intimate relationship, and y'all felt that energy, y'all felt that warmth that came with that, I love yeah. you? Yeah. Like, it, it's and that it, you, you understand the difference between the love you and I love you mm-hmm. and that happiness. Mm-hmm. And, bro, it's like the best feeling ever. For me, I guess, I always say that I love you, because for me, I want that person to know I love them, regardless if it's on an intimate level or not, but I guess maybe it goes on the fact of the way that I grew up, in a sense. That's how I was. I I always say I love you. I was was shown that way. I was shown that you tell people you feel like have a significant presence in your life, you say you love, I love you, regardless of how intimate you guys were. Yeah, and then I, I didn't that. realize the actual significance of I love you and him explaining that to me or expressing that to me. There's a significance in it. You I know feel like I mean? the tone is a big factor too. The tone yeah. that you say I love you, it, it gives you a little feeling like like when, when you understand the person actually loves you, the tone in which they say it, it gives you chills. But when it's just somebody who you like, you'll say it. It's just a mutual feeling. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I think I said it because I constantly need that reassurance, whether it's friend or intimate. So I constantly want to reassure somebody like, hey, I love you. Like, I'm here for you. I, I got you. I love you. Not necessarily like, I don't know how to say it differently. Like, I love you versus like, I love you. Like, I'm here for you. Mm-hmm. I truly love you with my entire heart. Like, that's that's kind of how I express it to the person I'm intimate with regardless of like whether it be like a friend like I love you I'm here for you or like I truly love you with my entire heart so I understand the significance of the I in the I love you but for me it's a different thing than it might to you guys have you ever been told I love you and like you never said it back like someone told you I love you and you never said it back or you kind of, or you kind of didn't feel that same way I'm telling you I did that's the only time I've ever used L-U-V if you're, or L-U-V if you want Mm-hmm. I felt bad, but I didn't feel bad. I was like, I don't feel that way. So, cause only okay, I only only did it because I remember um, it was this relationship in the high school I had. Uh, it was toxic, and like I was like, yeah, I'm not feeling it. I'm out, and then it was like, I love you. It was like, okay, like I'm not feeling it. I I didn't say it back. I just walked away, and I know they yeah. felt some type of way. And I'm just like, yeah, cause it was toxic. It was bad. I just left. I was like, yeah, I'm not here right. anymore. So it's like, I don't think I've ever said it with a meaning it on an intimate level. Mm-hmm. I mean, in a past relationship, I feel like I might have forced myself to love that person, mm-hmm. and like I had to come to that realization afterwards because I was like, I was with that person, so I felt as though like I needed to love that person. Like I had to force myself to love that person. And maybe I really didn't love that person. Like I thought I loved that person. Mm-hmm. Um, 
But I feel like there's a subconscious understanding with the connotation behind the power of words. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it depends on how you understand it. See, with my I love you to everybody else, it could be different from like a one person. Like it's me. So if I say if I say to like you know whoever I'm dating at this time, it would be more powerful when I say it to them than I say it to a friend or anybody else. You know. Okay. I definitely feel yeah. that. Well, that also comes on how the person interprets it, too. Because mm-hmm. there might be someone you say it to as a friend, but they might see it as more or less. Like, it just depends on how the person interprets it, as well as how you mean it. Because that is not always the, even in the middle. Yeah. That interpretation always is a factor in everything. Have you ever, have you, um, let's see, I'm going to use, um, you are enough. Have you guys ever told someone like you are enough in replace to I love you? Or is that equal? No. Not I'm, replacement. No. Yeah, I've never said it as a replacement, but I've said it to let them know that. Because it was at the time where like they, everyone has their time and they're in the dark place. And like whether it's your friend or someone you're intimate with, you need to let them, like to me, you gotta let them know, especially when they're in the dark place, that you are enough. What, what you feel like you, your flaws are, your faults are. Those aren't faults or flaws. You are enough. That's part of you. And either I'm gonna accept it, or you're gonna hate me in my life. Like, yeah. You're gonna do that. So can I add on to that? Because so I understand what Kiva's saying. Like the question, basically, like would you use "you are enough" to basically replace like "I love you" because it means more to me. I feel like now that's kind of like the question that I want people to ask themselves if they ever want to be with me because before like my last relationship I thought I love you was like rock solid like that like proves every point there is right but after this like my last relationship that I just like got out of like he cheated on me and while we were talking about it he was like I love you but like you're not enough or like or I need more so when I got that back, I'm like, so you can love somebody, but you can still not be enough to make them happy, to like fulfill their whole happiness. So I love you really means something. It's basically at the end of the day, like what you do for them that like is enough. Does that make sense? In this generation, sure thing that all love in this generation means nothing because I'm sure that. Uh, you guys have great like love like in relationships, but in this generation, love is misused. Love mm-hmm. is based off what people see now. And it's taken for granted. Like we we normalize toxic relationships, we normalize exactly. normalize like you guys have and we take that as that is love and that is not love. But I've been cheated on. I've I've been I've the whole one hundred of the toxic relationships I keep and oh, I, I, mean, I love, and it wasn't, and nobody has to normalize that, but our generation that as love. So I think that's why when you ask somebody what is love, everybody really is But it's because of the way we all normalize it and all of our experiences. But this generation, I think it's misused in this generation, in a sense. I feel like this generation definitely normalized a lot of things. Because we, yeah. used to, we was on that side chick, you know, everybody was like, oh, yeah, get you a side chick or whatever. Everybody was on, everybody thinks because you receive gifts from this person, oh, that's love. 
like you know give give and get you know it was a uh, it was a Drake song uh, Drake and uh, Janelle Monae she said um, you give but you cannot take love you know so pretty much love comes from an experience you know and how you pretty much you know give it off and how how you want to give it you know yeah okay do you think that if you love someone like you think you can cheat on them and still be in love no yeah no Okay, I'm gonna say this. I'm gonna say this because if you love someone, like you know, in love with that person, right? You wouldn't disrespect them. You wouldn't dishonor them. You like you wouldn't have them out here looking stupid if you really loved them. You know? I done it. Why do you say yes? I say yes because I say yes because men and women are different. Men and women cheat differently. For different causes. Yeah, yeah, that is true. That is definitely true. If that makes sense. Men literally just cheat because they're just trying to get a nut. You feel me? But they can't. No, they can't go back to their girl. You know you're in a relationship. Huh? You know you're in a relationship, so you can't go back and touch your girl like that. They just be horny. I'm sorry. They just be horny. They are. To me, I say you can't cheat on somebody if you're really in love with them. Period. Like to me, like I said. Well, like, it goes through like, how uh, committed you are. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's, it's a commitment factor. Like, the, somebody can, like, make it be a thought in your head. Like, you can, like, your boys around you, they can, like, get you to, like, consider, consider it. But at the end of the day, like, it'll be respecting yourself to, like, like, like I said, it's, like, I'm a committed person. Like, I'm oh, wish you. I wish you. Maybe I'm so stupid. Yeah, I don't get that No matter what. So, like... For me, I mean, if I'm cheating on you, that means I'm cheating on when I'm a ride for. So if I'm not gonna ride for you all the way, what makes me think you ride for me all the way? No, you did, but lucky you. Like because because if I if I love you, really meant something to you, you would take that time out to like sit down and talk with that person before you know what's going on through your head. My thing is, yeah, my thing is, if you really in love with somebody. Or is, no, like that disrespect wouldn't even good. get that far, you know? Can I say like, something? Yeah, like, yeah, I feel like if you are really in love somebody, you take yeah, into account everything that I'll say, I'll say, you will do to them by cheating. So, like, if you really do love somebody, you're going to yeah. care about their feelings. So, you couldn't bring yourself to cheat because just them finding out alone would, like, kill them. And the, thought, the thought that you could possess that much power to, like, make them so upset. In your yeah. hands, like if you go through and do it, you can't say that you love me after that because you knew it was gonna fuck everything up. You knew it was gonna hurt me. Like you know what I'm saying? Like, like you can't you can't be like, oh, I knew I should have done it. Like if you did know that, you would have. Like, whoa, 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 whoa. and then don't come back and say that you love me because I don't want to hear it at that point. Right, that's what brings me back to yeah. like, am I enough? Like, am I enough for you? Because if I am. That doesn't validate why you. Oh, that's not playoff. Like my thing is, let me say this. My thing is, based off based off what you said, Irene. It's like based off what you said. I would say like you and you were in that action during that whole action. Were you thinking about me? Did you love me in the action? Then they come back crying. Like were you crying when you were doing the action when you was cheating on me? You know, you feel me? It's kind of like that back and forth sense. Like you was in this action, you allowed it to continue and go further. You knew it would hurt me because I'm fully in this relationship. Bro, the thing that fucks me up the most is when guys try to come back from not cheating on you one time, but multiple times. 
Like, I, you, okay. can't, you can't try to come back from that with, the, with the, I love you. Because if you did it the first time and then you kept following through with it, there's no me. way you could say that you love me after doing it so many times. I mean, okay, personally speaking, why I think that someone can cheat on you and still be in love with you, I was in a relation, my like past relationship before Cam, I was in a relationship for like three years. Uh, I was with this guy for three years, never, like, like, we didn't really have problems or anything, like, too serious, besides, because it was just a high school relationship, and then I came to college, so distance type shit, but... But still, in that relationship uh, over the course of three years, it was like steady, and then towards the end, yeah, towards the end, towards the end, I got cheated on by this person. Um, the first time he cheated on me, it was just like the situation was like they just were talking, and it was just go. like he said, she said something go. to him, and he said something back. Here comes the but that was like the 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 force, the extent of that. You feel me? So I was like. Okay, given the situation, I like, like we can. I'm gonna stick with you, and we're gonna like, we can work past this. Cause then it's just a trust thing. Yeah, it's just a trust thing. So I take actually. So I take back what I said when I say, damn, the thing is right there. You can, but I'm when I say no, I say me personally. I could never do it myself. Like, yeah, I can't. How how I feel about it, like. So like with me, like I like I told you, I'm committed like all the way through and through. So like, I was with this shorty for um, like my last relationship was almost a year. It was damn near a year, and like it was a high school one. But like when I like I've only been in two relationships. But when I'm in a relationship, like I'm committed. Like I'm not trying to like just be a high school relationship. I'm trying to right. be mm-hmm. the rest of the time. And so, That's like, how I am. Mm, me too. So, so like for me, after we broke up. I'm not gonna like act like I didn't have shorties who were trying to hit on me. And like, it was a time where there was this one shorty, and I entertained it for a little while. But then, <laughs> I was, like, me and old girl had it, weren't together, we weren't even on talking terms. But it was like a week after me and her just started being cool and talking. I was like, look, I can't even talk to you because I still got feelings for old girl. I don't even know on this path. So, like, I can't fuck with you. We can be friends. Like, you know, I still got you, but. I can't See, that's the same thing with me. Because once, okay, I feel like if you really love someone, that love does not go away. That's that's my thing. Right there. But it would, it would, it would definitely change. You feel me? Bro, you want to know something that's hella fucked up? So, I can validate that you could, like, you can never stop loving somebody, but the love that you did have for them definitely does change. Because my ex... Girl, that nigga cheated mm. on with the same name, with the same bitch, bro. Oh, so many times. I'm about to bully Left, right, upside down, nigga. He was. That's okay. what I'm saying. Like, your love becomes conditional then. Then you're like, I love you, I respect you, but, like, at the same time, like, I don't fuck with that. Like, Right. You're just and that's what fucked with me the most, cause like, bro, if you had something good and you had to ruin it. Like, mm-hmm. like now I have to force myself to stop having feelings for you. No, we didn't like to basically like, there, like yeah. hurt me. You know what I'm saying? So like, like I, still love I never you, asked for myself not to focus. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Cause I never asked for this. I was cool with like loving you forever, but now I have to like cut that shit because I can't right now. I can't do it anymore. So. 
But, like, no, nah, now, like, honestly, like, I got love for him because it was a year, like, a whole year out of relationship. We've been through a lot, like, a lot of shit that, like, what the fuck was I doing type shit. But also, like, fuck it. Like, fuck you, nigga. Like, fuck you. Like, I can really say that shit. Like, <laughs> See, see, and that's like my biggest thing. That's like, that's like my biggest pet peeve is having me out here looking stupid when I'm out here trying to love you, like unconditionally. I'm trying to build with you. I'm trying to like you know, and you out here you know running around. You got people laughing at me, looking at me like I'm stupid too. Like what? It's like a big betrayal, and I feel like mm-hmm. it's even worse when you. When you're in love with someone, it, you create that bond with them. Mm-hmm. So when they go behind your back and betray you, oh, yeah. there's like, you got to think, okay, well, that's not right. Because inside, I bet it would be easy. When I was when I got cheated on the second time, because I got cheated on twice by the same person. <sighs> when I got cheated on the second time and I found out it was like, he totally... Like cheated, like big time. Like it was like you can't go back from that. Yeah. But it was like in my heart, I was like, but damn, I still love you, and I because I love you this much, because I have this love for you, I can't. I feel like I will work through that with you, and we can we can get through it. But then you gotta like stop yourself. Like that's not right for yourself, and that's like totally disrespecting myself by continuing on. See, and when you in love, you do stupid stuff. And then, and then, and then when you think back, and when you like, you know, take evaluate yourself, take take you know, start looking inside, you you be like, dang, I did some stupid stuff. You know, like you put yourself to that limit. Like you put your feelings entirely aside. Like you don't care how how it's gonna affect you, but you just want to do it because you know the person wants it done. So like. Bro, like, even after this nigga cheated on me, bro, I walked in on him with the same girl after we broke up. And then that's when I was like, whoa, like, this nigga, like, ain't shit. And then, literally, I realized I'm like, damn, I'm still in love with him. Because two weeks later, this nigga's mom calls me. She's like, yo, he's in jail, but he needs you to do something for him. And I'm like, what the fuck does he need me to do for him? Like, he cheated on me. We're broken up. What 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 could I possibly what what, what would I do for him? And she I'm was like, she was like, he needs you to talk to the girl that he cheated on you with. He needs you to let her into the house so that she can grab some shit. Tell me why I knew that shit killed me, but I still went and did it because at the end of the day, I told him I was like, I'm gonna ride for you or whatever. Right. So just so he could see how down I was. Yo. But like that shit really fucks with me because now that I'm not blinded by love anymore, mm-hmm. I can see how dumb that makes. They me. usually yo. Like, like, what you men, men create this idea for women. You have to be a rider, okay? Mm-hmm. So even though they're gonna do you dirty. Mm-hmm. The idea of being a rider. So. Like, women, okay, they come up with this whole idea that you gotta be a writer, you feel me? And mm-hmm. like, they, that it's okay for them to do you dirty, and you sticking by their side is you being a down bitch. You not all, not all niggas. No, but that is the majority. I'm gonna say majority. I'll say that, yeah. I agree with that. 
I'm gonna speak for this person's perspective. It's, I'm just writing for my niggas, so uh-huh. you change your own perspective of things you would do to be that writer. Mm-hmm. Because you try and you're respecting. You feel that? He said, how dare you threaten me? Yes, okay, so because, like, yeah, once you love somebody, they go push you to your limit. Like, once you got that relationship, they gonna push you to that limit because that love doesn't go away. Like, remember when you we just saying that? That love doesn't necessarily go away. So they go push you to your limits and see what they can still get out of you, you know? Thank y'all for actually joining me with this little chat, whatever. You know, y'all was dope as heck. Uh, thank you. I learned a lot from the conversation being that I am the youngest out of everybody here. So yeah. I, I, it was I like, yeah. Oh I just put an even number in here, so I was like, dang, bro. What the heck we gonna get, you know? But I'm glad I taught y'all the 80-20. Uh, you know, I'm glad I taught y'all that. No yeah, one, no one is perfect. That. And you're not in a relationship to fix anybody's flaws. Big facts. Right. You are there to deal with them, to grow, and create, like, a beautiful future. I'm glad we did this. I'm playing, man. Thank you guys for hopping on this episode of Gen Z with me. I hope y'all enjoyed the conversation. Peace.